Lord Brahma then admitted that his birth was from the lotus flower which blossomed from the navel of Narayan after the dissolution of the three worlds, or the three planetary systems known as Burloka, Bhuvarloka, and Svarloka. This universe is divided into three divisions, namely Svarga, Martya, and Patala. These three planetary systems are merged into water at the time of dissolution. At that time, Narayan, the plenary portion of Krishna, lies down in the water and gradually a lotus stem grows from his navel and from that lotus flower, Brahma is born. It is naturally concluded that the mother of Brahma is Narayan. Because the Lord is the resting place of all the living entities after the dissolution of the universe, he is called Narayan. The word Nara means the aggregate total of all living entities, and Ayana means the resting place. The form of Garbhodakshay Vishnu is called Narayan because he rests himself on that water. In addition, he is the resting place of all living creatures. Besides that, Narayan is also present in everyone's heart, as it is confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita. In that sense also, he is Narayan, as Ayana means the source of knowledge as well as the resting place. It is also confirmed in Bhagavad Gita that the remembrance of the living entity is due to the presence of the Supersoul within the heart. After changing the body, a living creature forgets everything of his past life. But because Narayan, the Supersoul, is present within his heart, he is reminded by him to act according to his past desire. Lord Brahma wanted to prove that Krishna is the original Narayan, that he is the source of Narayan, and that Narayan is not an exhibition of the external energy, Maya, but is an expansion of spiritual energy. The activities of the external energy, or Maya, are exhibited after the creation of this cosmic world, and the original spiritual energy of Narayan was acting before the creation. So the expansions of Narayan, from Krishna to Garbhodakshaya Vishnu, from Garbhodakshaya Vishnu to Shirodakshaya Vishnu, and from Shirodakshaya Vishnu to everyone's heart, are manifestations of his spiritual energy. They are not conducted by the material energy. Therefore, they are not temporary. Anything conducted by the material energy is temporary, but everything executed by the spiritual energy is eternal. Lord Brahma reconfirmed his statement establishing Krishna as the original Narayan. He said that the gigantic universal body is still resting on the water known as Garbhodaka. He spoke as follows. This gigantic body of the universe is another manifestation of your energy. On account of his resting on the water, this universal form is also Narayan, and we are all within the womb of this Narayan form. I see your different Narayan forms everywhere. I can see you on the water. I can feel you within my heart. And I can also see you before me now. You are the original Narayan. My dear Lord, in this incarnation you have proved that you are the supreme controller of Maya. You remain within the cosmic manifestation, and yet the whole creation is within you. This fact has already been proved by you when you exhibited the whole universal creation within your mouth before your mother Yasoda. By your inconceivable potency of yoga maya, 
you can make such things effective without external help. My dear Lord Krishna, the whole cosmic manifestation that we are visualizing at present is all within your body. Yet I am seeing you outside, and you are also seeing me outside. How can such things happen without being influenced by your inconceivable energy? Lord Brahma stressed herein that without accepting the inconceivable energy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, one cannot explain things as they are. He continued, My dear Lord, leaving aside all other things and just considering today's happenings, what I have seen, are they not all due to your inconceivable energies? First of all, I saw you alone. Thereafter, you expanded yourself as your friends, the calves, and all the existence of Vrindavan. Then I saw you and all the boys as four-handed Vishnus, and they were being worshipped by all elements and all demigods, including myself. Again, they all became cowherd boys, and you remained alone as you were before. Does this not mean that you are the Supreme Lord Narayan, the origin of everything, and from you everything emanates, and again everything enters into you, and you remain the same as before? Persons who are unaware of your inconceivable energy cannot understand that you alone expand yourself as the creator Brahma, maintainer Vishnu, and annihilator Shiva. Persons who are not in awareness of things as they are contemplate that I, Brahma, am the creator. Vishnu is the maintainer, and Lord Shiva is the annihilator. Actually, you alone are everything, creator, maintainer, and annihilator. Similarly, you expand yourself in different incarnations. Among the demigods, you incarnate as Vamanadev. Among the great sages, you incarnate as Parasaram. Among the human beings, you appear as yourself, as Lord Krishna or Lord Ram. Among the animals, you appear as the boar incarnation. And among the aquatics, you appear as the incarnation of a fish. And yet, you have no appearance. You are always eternal. Your appearance and disappearance are made possible by your inconceivable energy, just to give protection to the faithful devotees and to annihilate the demons. O my Lord, O all-pervading Supreme Personality of Godhead, O Supersoul, Controller of all mystic powers, no one can appreciate your transcendental pastimes as they are exhibited within these three worlds. No one can even estimate how you have expanded your yoga maya and your incarnation and how you act by your transcendental energy. My dear Lord, this whole cosmic manifestation is just like a flashing dream, and its temporary existence simply disturbs the mind. As a result, we are full of anxiety in this existence. To live within this material world means to simply suffer and to be full of all miseries. And yet, this temporary existence of the material world appears to be pleasing and dear on account of its having evolved from your body, which is eternal, full of bliss and knowledge. My conclusion, therefore, is that you are the Supersoul, Absolute Truth, and the Supreme Original Person. And although you have expanded yourself in so many Vishnu forms or in living entities and energies, by your inconceivable transcendental potencies, you are the Supreme One without a second. You are the Supreme Supersoul. 
The innumerable living entities are simply like sparks of the original fire. Your Lordship, the conception of the Supersoul as impersonal is wrongly accepted because I see that you are the original person. A person with a poor fund of knowledge may think that, because you are the son of Maharaj Nanda, you are not the original person, that you are born just like a human being. They are mistaken. You are the actual, original person. That is my conclusion. In spite of your being the son of Maharaj Nanda, you are the original person, and there is no doubt about it. You are the absolute truth, and you are not of this material darkness. You are the source of the original Brahmajyoti, as well as material luminaries. Your transcendental effulgence is identical with the Brahmajyoti. As it is described in the Brahma Samhita, the Brahma Jyoti is nothing but your personal bodily effulgence. There are many Vishnu incarnations and incarnations of your different qualities, but all those incarnations are not on the same level. You are the original lamp. Other incarnations may possess the same candle power as the original lamp, but the original lamp is the beginning of all light. And because you are not one of the creations of this material world, even after the annihilation of this world, your existence will continue. Because you are the original person, you are therefore described in the Gopala Tapani, as well as in the Brahma Samhita, as Govindam Adipurusham. Govinda is the original person, the cause of all causes. In the Bhagavad Gita also it is stated that you are the source of the Brahmani fulgence. No one should conclude that your body is like an ordinary material body. Your body is akshara, indestructible. The material body is always full of threefold miseries. But your body is satit ananda vigraha, full of being, bliss, knowledge, and eternity. You are also niranjana, because your pastimes, as the little son of Mother Yasoda, or the lord of the gopis, are never contaminated by the material qualities. And although you exhibited yourself in so many cowherd boys, calves and cows, your transcendental potency is not reduced. You are always complete. As it is described in the Vedic literature, even if the complete is taken away from the complete, supreme absolute truth, it yet remains the complete supreme absolute truth. And although many expansions from the complete are visible, the complete is one without a second. Since all your pastimes are spiritual, there is no possibility of their being contaminated by the material modes of nature. When you place yourself subordinate to your father and mother, Nanda and Yasoda, you are not reduced in your potency. This is an expression of your loving attitude for your devotees. There is no other competitor or second identity than yourself. A person with a poor fund of knowledge concludes that your pastimes and appearance are simply material designations. You are transcendental to both nations and knowledge, as it is confirmed in the Gopalatapani. You are the original Amrita, the nectar of immortality, indestructible. As it is confirmed in the Vedas, Amritam Shaspatam Brahme. Brahman is the eternal, the supreme origin of everything, who has no birth or death. Lakshmi Sahasrishat Sambrahma Sehmana
get the 